GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Top of hour two and about 20 minutes in hour three. Brian Driscoll, Eric up in Indy, requested that yesterday. And I remember thinking, good idea. I should have thought of that. And I contacted Brian up in South Bend. He said, I'm good, good to go. So he'll be with us. Some Notre Dame action a little later, hour three. Thursday edition, 615-844-5600. If you would like to check in today on Twitter, at Bill is King, and email the show, Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. Yes, I keep getting reminded, a week from tomorrow, college baseball gets started I will be watching. Yes, it will be on my TV. Matter of fact, Tom in Myrtle Beach has a list. We start with List Radio, which is a no-no. Now, just because it's a no-no doesn't mean that we don't ever do it. It's just a no-no. I'll give you the cliff notes. The place where Baby Kiff coaches football is number one. Now, this would be baseball environments. They call it, in this case, atmospheres. Ole Miss won. I have not been to a baseball game there. Certainly done football. Done the Grove. First time I was in the Grove was an early 90s Alabama game. Number two, Mississippi State. I am told that place is fantastic. I have not done baseball there. I haven't done baseball at any of these places, frankly. (laughs) Now that I think about it, hadn't been at any of these. I'm talking about baseball now, baseball. Number three is Arkansas, LSU. Now, Baton Rouge, you could claim, is the capital of college baseball. 
We've got LSU four, A&M five, East Carolina six, Tony Vols seven. That's got to be a mistake. Uh, Tony Vols would be up higher than that. Tony Vols is the face of college baseball as we speak. Hate him all you want. It's true. And then after that, they got Texas at number 10. Like I said, no individual commentary for me other than Tennessee. Now, I've been to a baseball game at Tennessee, but it wasn't Lindsey Nelson. It was before that stadium. And, frankly, the stadiums, they've been upgrading it a lot. But, but through the years, hadn't been very nice at all. You could claim it's at the bottom of the league. But they've been putting, because of Tony Vols, lots of money into all that. And it's gotten, I'm told, a lot nicer. A lot nicer. And they're still doing renovations to it. But but this is called atmospheres. There's not going to be an atmosphere, I don't think, better than what Tony Vols created a year ago. They may not have the history, even though now Tennessee's been to Omaha several times in the past. With Todd Helton, though it's not like they are devoid of Omaha trips. They've been out there, and they had one two years ago and, of course, came up short after that incredible season. Anyways, yeah, a little little bit of uh, baseball action there. West Coast Sooner, now, at his location, it's 4.09. Dude gets up early. Thought I got up early. That's early. He was up, heck, he posted this before the show. Why hasn't Dabo reached back out to Chad Morris? What's their beef? I don't know that there's a beef. Maybe the timing hasn't been good. Now, remember, Chad Morris's resume after that, you could say, has been choppy. But Chad was part of the explosion up the ascension of Dabo Sweeney in that Clemson program. He got there. Taj Boyd was there. Right after that, of course, Deshaun Watson, but Taj Boyd was there, and uh, that offense flourished. He had been at Tulsa, and then he'd been in high school before that and uh, went out there and did a fantastic job. Yeah, did a, a wonderful job. Got the SMU job, which got him the Arkansas job, which did not go well. And you you know what's gone on since then. But but and I've always liked Chad. He's a guy that will send me messages. Now it's been a while. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I've always liked him. But things have been a little choppy. I don't know if there's a beef there. Never heard that there's a beef there. I think everything went well and just probably timing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking it's it's pure timing right now. And, of course, they have Coach Riley, and that's a relatively new hire, which I think was a good idea, good, good hire for them. Tom and Myrtle Beach, I went to Tennessee versus South Carolina back in 03 in Knoxville. What stadium was that? I don't know. I think that was probably Lindsey Nelson. Yeah, that was Lindsey Nelson. I've been to Tennessee football practices. I don't think they do that anymore. That were in the outfield at Lindsey Nelson. 
Now, this is back. This was in the 90s. Yeah, in the outfield. It was a DB workout. But, but yeah, I've been there. But not – I haven't been there recently. I couldn't I couldn't tell you what's happening there. Nothing new. Brian Dr- I said Brian Driscoll is going to be with us hour three. And it's quiet on the offensive coordinator front, which is not unusual. It, it If you're doing it right, you want it to be quiet. You don't want a bunch of legit rumors out there. You want to be able to do this in a clandestine way. Now, sometimes in this environment, think about it, social media, immediate news, et cetera, it's hard to keep things quiet. It is really hard. It's hard to sneak around. But that is the goal. Whether you're an AD looking for a coach or whether you're a coach looking for an assistant or a coordinator, it's it's hard to do things on the QT. It is. But I I got to tell you, there there's very little trickling out Regarding that topic, there's been some rumors that apparently were unsubstantiated, but nothing that I have heard of to date. It's a good gig. It's a good opportunity. You walk in, you get Sam Hartman, you get a what should be a very stout offensive line, a good running back room, a receiver room that needs some love. Yeah, that's that's for sure. It's a good opportunity. It's a very good opportunity, and, of course, it will pay well. That's 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 a thing now, y'all. Yeah, it, it pays. It absolutely will pay. But I think it's going to be interesting to see, and, and Brian will be with us later in our number three. Now, he said, Bill, that Byron Leftwich thing was a very bad report. He said very, very little true to that. And somebody put that out. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was anybody reputable. It wasn't somebody that I know, like, from the South Bend Tribune, like Eric Hansen or a Pete Sampson or a Brian Driscoll. It wasn't from somebody like that. But he says there's very, very little truth to any of that, which I guess would make sense. I mean, he's more of a pro guy, right, more recently in Tampa Bay. Okay. So, the Cosby Cattleman calls the show yesterday. And he says all kinds of things when he's on the show, right? I mean, he, no telling what the topic's going to be. And he said, Bill, and you got to remember, he's a Tennessee guy, even though he criticizes them all the time. He said, Bill, Wednesday night, last night, at Memorial Gym, Vanderbilt, I think the bet, is Vanderbilt, he called him Peabody, plus 10 and a half. So I turned the game on basically because of that. Now, I didn't bet it, but I had the game on from the very beginning, and I watched it, I monitored it. I went to FanDuel, and it stayed 10 and a half for a while in the first half, and then it got down to, heck, at one point it was Vanderbilt minus one and a half. Now, that's in game, obviously. And... Uh, Vanderbilt and Tennessee is a historic rivalry. If you're not from Nashville, I can understand. It means probably nothing to you. Some of you, I think, watched it just for the, the comedy angle of it, the, the Cosby Cattleman angle of it. But And as you saw, Vanderbilt called a timeout, end of game, down two, penetrated, kicked it out for a three, won the ball game, game over. 
first win over Tennessee in hoop in 11 games, dating back 11 games. I think, what does that go back, 2017? Jerry Stackhouse. Now, Jerry Stackhouse has not done a good job at Vanderbilt. And I had a couple of Vanderbilt fans reach out to me and say, Bill, heck of a win because obviously you want to beat Tennessee, but that also means that a good resume moment happened for a coach who hasn't done a good job overall. And the chances of him building that out are not good, meaning resuscitating that. It's been a long time, but once proud program, the Vanderbilt basketball program. Regular season Rick. Also had some people hit me up and say, Bill, he needs to lose that too. You're going to lose to Vanderbilt. Well, that's not true. League games, y'all. I don't care what league it is. They're tough. Everybody knows each other. You're scouted inside now. You're on the road. Stackhouse, Vanderbilt, desperate for a good moment. That stuff happens in basketball. That kind of stuff happens all the time. League play is tough. You're basically playing your family. They know you so well. Even if you've got better personnel at almost every position, league play and basketball is tough. I don't care what level you're on. We'll get the first break. TJ, top of hour two. And then Brian Driscoll, hour three, Omni National Hotel. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. 
Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. You know what the Mets stand for? <laughs> Metropolitan. Yeah, that one. Metropolitan yeah. is a flavor of ice cream, right? Neapolitan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that real? I mean, half and half. Oh, man. You talk about throwing me off complete. <laughs> My equator is gone. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> When it comes to the college football playoff, he's for exclusion, not inclusion. It's Bill King. article and uh, Ken down there in Georgia pointed me to it yesterday as well about recruiting money meaning budget just recruiting this is not name image likeness I don't think this is just what it costs cost of doing business according to a report by USA Today Georgia spent over $4.5 million on football recruiting during Georgia's 2022 fiscal year. Number is more than $1.5 million or one-third larger than the next closest school, which was Jimbo, A&M, 2.98. And that was... Well, it says here, obviously, Aggies secured the top recruiting class in the 22 cycle. Tennessee finished third, 2.92. Texas, 2.44. Alabama, 2.32. Alabama finished with the number one class. The big spending is nothing new for Georgia. Bulldogs have spent the most money recruiting out of every college football program during the last four non-COVID impacted recruiting cycles. The university reported they spent just under $6.3 million on recruiting for all the school's athletic programs. Bulldogs spent 515000 on men's basketball, 326000 on women's basketball. You know what? 
it takes what it takes. That's the price of doing business. I figured Tennessee would be up there. Now, if you think about it, and and Georgia has a well-acknowledged, I've talked to you about this on the show for decades, incredible backyard of talent. But Georgia, even with that incredible in-state flow of talent, they go everywhere. Number 18 is from California, Mr. Brock Bowers. They'll go wherever. This class this year is a bunch of -of out-of-state players, number two ranked class. They go wherever, in-state, out-of-state, doesn't matter. And now, now Tennessee historically, and they were, what, third on that list at 2.92. You would think their number would be ahead of Georgia's just because they have historically had to go further distances to get players. The state of Tennessee does not produce like the state of Georgia. Now, it has been, again, well chronicled here, this state has come a million miles in producing players. Everybody comes into Tennessee now and recruits. Georgia does. Alabama does. Ohio State does. LSU does. Clemson does, just to name a few. Southern Cows come in here historically, gotten players. And this state has grown, particularly where I'm at, the 615, exponentially in producing players the last 10 years. And it's only going to keep going up. But it's not. Greater Atlanta is 6 million people, right? Just That's just Greater Atlanta. Maybe more than that. Might be more like 7 million. But but I can see where Tennessee's number would be high. They, they, they have to comb the planet. Now, you do want to recapture your in-state. Remember, Tennessee lost their in-state recruiting due to Jeremy Pruitt. Now, I'm not here to bash Jeremy Pruitt, per se, unless it deserves bashing. But Jeremy did not like this state much. Recruiting, which was a mistake. Now, you may say, well, yeah, Bill, but a lot of those players on that team a year ago, this 22 team, were Jeremy Pruitt's. True. But you cannot ignore your in-state. And lots of relationships lost that Josh Heupel and that staff have had to recapture, which they've done a pretty good job of doing. it. Lots of relationships that were just left with that previous staff, Jeremy Pruitt. And Jeremy, by the way, folks, let me just repeat. Jeremy Pruitt did not do a good job, got him in a bunch of trouble. But Jeremy Pruitt's a really good evaluator of talent. And Jeremy Pruitt is a very smart football mind. He doesn't communicate well. That hurts him. The public sees that, and they think he's not very smart. That is 180 degrees from the truth. He just doesn't communicate well. He, he's very bad at it. And it comes off as being dumb. It does. Dude is anything but dumb when it comes to football. Now, as a head coach, I can't defend it. But but I'm telling you, if Alabama ever gets to the point where they make him the defensive coordinator, obviously they've made their announcement with Kevin Steele on that side of the ball. But if it ever gets to that point again, that will be a very good hire for them. Yeah, that, that money is interesting. And, look, it's I'm going to compliment Georgia. It takes what it takes. Uh, Kirby Smart 
doesn't have to get up every day and go ask somebody, hey, I'm going to need more here. Please, please let me have it. He doesn't have to beg for money. He's at a place where whatever he needs, he's going to be okay. Same with Nick. I think, you know, it'd be interesting. What if we had a list of schools where the head coach, football, football schools, the head coach, every day he gets out of bed, knows that whatever he needs, they've got him. If it's a new building, if it's more for the recruiting budget, if it's whatever, whatever it takes, we can have it. Practice field, whatever it takes. Remember Jerry DiNardo, I used to tell you, when he got to Vanderbilt in um, 89-90, right there, I guess 1990. With his quarterbacks, he had this contraption. And, again, I've never seen it before other than there. And I think they made them, which were grocery carts that snapped the ball to the quarterback. Now, you're saying, Bill, are you sure you're not uh, – you need to take a drug test. What did you just say? Grocery carts that snapped the ball to quarterbacks. There would be like three or four grocery carts. Now, some dude would have to, like, yank something. And then the ball would snap to the quarterback. I'm not kidding. It's like <laughs> it was a makeshift grocery cart. So if you need that in your budget, uh, Kirby Smart, he didn't have to worry about whatever that thing cost. Couple, of, couple of hundred bucks. <laughs> I need to ask Jerry about that. All these years I've known Jerry DiNardo. I don't think I've ever asked him about that. I don't know. I, I I don't know if that's something you can just go buy. I think that's something they invented there. Remember, he started the eye bone. That was his invention, the eye bone, and he came to Vanderbilt. He had it at Colorado, and they won a national championship that year. He had left. He was the national coach of the year. He had left to come to Vanderbilt, and then Bill McCartney and that whole group won the national championship in 1990. Split it with Georgia Tech. Yeah, it was – those were funny and interesting days. But if you had a list of, of the coaches, and I'm talking about now prominent places where whatever you need, they've got you, versus the coaches who get paid well, get paid really well, but it's a battle. They're always fighting somebody over money. And that exists. That, that does. That exists. They say that when Butch Jones was in Tennessee and, and Heupel gets whatever he wants. Jeremy Pruitt was told he gets whatever he wants, obviously. When Butch Jones was there, and I talked to assistants that were on the staff. I know that I, I sat there with coaches, and they told me exactly the way everything went down when they all got fired, everything else. And they were expecting it. They'd been expecting that whole most of that whole year, they knew they were getting fired. But if Butch went to the AD or the administration because he needed something, they would not allocate the money. If he needed more money for assistant salaries, assistant coaches and their salaries, nope. And this is when things were going well. Remember, he was winning nine games there for two years. 
and he was about to win the SEC East after beating Georgia and Florida that year. Of course, collapsed after that. But they, they, would, not, they would not help him. So it depends on who you are. It depends on how much they like you. I don't know what went sideways there, obviously, at the end, but before then. But Josh Heupel didn't have that problem. Heck no. His boy is Danny White. If he needs something, doesn't matter what it is. Bottomless pit there. Obviously, Nick Saban. You can't have Nick Saban and then fight him over money. That ain't happening. (laughs) Kirby Smart's got that, right? Brian Kelly's got that. Now, I would say, let me give you an example. If you're at Mississippi State, I would say you run into some roadblocks. Now, they have money, but they don't have that kind of money, right? I'd say that would be a problem. It could be a problem. Now, Baby Kemp has been raised up to $9 million. And Baby Kemp can pay his coordinators and everything else. But I would say it's not easy. You don't, you don't just – it's not unfettered there. Vanderbilt, it's tough. It can be tough, to say the least. That one's, that one's the more difficult one. Pac-12 day. Bill, Wichita State University had a fun venue for baseball. Eck Baseball Stadium was a cathedral. I was stationed there in the Air Force between 04 and 06. Hadn't heard about that. Sounds like it, though. Yeah, no, sounds like it. Tom in Myrtle Beach. And good point. He says, I think Muschamp, Pruitt, et cetera, a much better position coaches or coordinators than head coaches. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think you're right. Now, I'll say this. Let me let me go back. Jeremy Pruitt, if you could hire him, and that's why Alabama wants to hire him. Now again, they've got they their their field positions are full. They, they don't need but but Jeremy Pruitt, I'm telling you, folks, is an A-list. If you could hire him at your school, I don't care what school it is. Now, again, Jeremy's from down here, but let me just pick Ohio State, Michigan, Southern Cal, Oklahoma, Texas. If you could hire him to run your defense and also be a chief talent evaluator, it would be an A-list hire. That's how good he is. He's a brilliant football mind now again that doesn't necessarily translate as that makes you a brilliant head coach we only have one little bit of data on him from that and it did not end up good at all we do know that but no i think i think he's right i think time and myrtle beach is absolutely right about that and sometimes that's the case and then sometimes you have your lifetime coordinators who never want to be the head coach. It's it's not their ambition. They love what they do. And also remember, these guys make a ton of money now. Used to be those were one-year contracts years ago. And the money was a couple of hundred thousand dollars on the upside, which, again, at the time was pretty good. But today it's it's silly money. Coordinator at the very top can make two, two point five million. Some guy's gonna make three million here in the next couple of years. Who's a coordinator? 
That that day's coming. That three, that number three is about to happen with a coordinator. I'd say by the time we get to the playoffs, well, the expanded playoffs, which will be 2024, so not that far off. (laughs) But let me say 24-25. Yeah, by the time Texas and Oklahoma get to the SEC or Southern Cal UCLA, gets to the Big Ten, you'll probably have a coordinator that's pushing $3 million. That's the new number. So that means if you're a Georgia, and it depends on who you get, but let's just say you still have Todd Monken, which I don't think you will by then. Or another hot shot coordinator out there, that guy's going to command 2.5 to 3 million bucks. Right up there. What was Elko making? Elko was making at A&M more than $2 million, right? No fan in the 863. Bill Pruitt can fill one hand with rings. That's true. That's true. He just got lots of them. No, he wasn't the head coach, but he was part of it. Happy Thursday, y'all. TJ, top of hour two. TJ Pitt. And then Brian Driscoll. Later. From Irish Breakdown. Yeah, Bill. True. They are breaking down, Bill. Yeah, funny. That's, that's cute. We'll take the break. Omni National Hotel. happens to your decision making when you drink well after one drink you feel confident a few more and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea and you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni the bottom line drunk you doesn't make great decisions so you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home plan before you party get home safe paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies this Friday at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets by calling 901-888 or shop online at grizzlies.com from Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies, Nashville Sports Radio. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law 
laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. It's a Bill King Show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. Yeah, you got betting advice, and it wasn't from Brad. Yeah, Brad, every Friday with us, he'll be with us tomorrow. But you got betting advice from the Cosby Cataman. He came on the show in a gift-giving mood, and he said, Take Peabody, that's the term he used, Vanderbilt, plus 10.5. Vanderbilt won the game, y'all, outright last night. Free money from Cosby, Tennessee. Did you take advantage? I didn't. In retrospect, huge mistake by me. That could be another rack of ribs or something. I've got ribs and brisket for the rec tech for Sunday. The kids are all excited about Super Bowl Sunday. So it's about the kids, right? I've got brisket and ribs. And uh, I've got just enough. Now, I've got the RT700. I don't have the the big one that, that Allen has that could put a million racks on there. Now, the 700 is big. Plenty big. But, but get about four to five racks probably. Probably on there. But, see, I've got a 13-pound brisket. It's got to go on there, too. I'm going to get up Sunday morning at about somewhere early, well before 6 o'clock, somewhere in there, and put on the brisket. Get that started. And then later with the ribs. The ribs take six hours. Just do the 3-2-1 method, and that's, that's easy. Brisket's not hard either, but. Yeah, that could have been another rack of ribs. Plus ten and a half. He tried to hand this to you. All of you. It's funny. Cosby Counterman is so unique. He's a Tennessee fan. He's not 
at all ashamed about that, except he bashes everything they do. But it's funny because Tennessee fans, the hardcore ones, the ones that are sensitive, every every fan base has that. They're a little uneasy about the Cosby Academy. He's too critical. They don't like hearing it. And I get it. They don't. They, they, that's, that's their team, right? They don't like hearing it. Opposing fans like hearing it. They love it. But here's the thing. Occasionally, Cosby Academy will say something nice about Tennessee. Maybe it's Josh Heupel's offense scoring all those points. Occasionally, not too often, but occasionally he'll say something nice. Then the haters of Tennessee get mad at Cosby because now he's a homer. It's funny. The different angles people come at me about him with is very unique and interesting. And it's always an angle. Whatever he says, there's an angle where there's a huge disagreement, which means he's actually doing a good job if that's the case, right? He's not doing that on purpose. This is not a shtick. Cosby Cattleman's telling you what he thinks. This is how he's wired. He doesn't do it to see how many people react to it. Even though he's got a Twitter account, he hasn't done anything with it in 13 years. So if he was trying to stir everybody up and then get to social media and see what the responses were, he'd be doing it. And he could do it very effectively. Can you imagine what he could get going on social media if that's what he wanted to do? He didn't want to do it. That's not his thing. He's got an account it's called at Cosby Cattleman. Pretty simple, right? Last time he tweeted on that was 2010, if you'll look. Yeah, that's not his stick. He could be good at it, but that's not his stick. He likes to call the show and opine, and they get get people all riled up that way. But, but, no, when he says that, he's speaking from the heart, whether you like it, agree with it or not. He is absolutely speaking from the heart. Kevin in Mule Town. Bill, you love you some Jeremy Pruitt. Going to be hard to coach with a five-year or more show calls. It's coming. It will be announced in March or April. Well, it might be. I'm just telling you, the NCAA and all that kind of threatening show calls and everything else is not what it once was. Now, again, maybe he's not coaching for another X number of years. That could be the case. But I can tell you that... Yes, what he did, money to players and all that at the time was illegal. But, and that's probably the holdup at Alabama, and there's a lawsuit with Tennessee and all that that's going on as we speak. But regardless of all of that, dude is a very smart football coach. And we'll be back. Now, Kevin may be right. Maybe he's taken out for several years. Now, here's the question. Can you be an analyst? I mean, show calls isn't a law that's 100% concrete. It's just the NCAA saying, don't touch this guy. Well, could he be an analyst? Let me put it this way. If, if you wanted to hire Jeremy Pruitt behind the scenes or you wanted to have an ag- arrangement with him where he's helping you, you could do it quietly. 
There's all kinds of ways around that. Ken down there in middle Georgia. Bill, Kirby is tough to beat on the field and on the out-of-state recruiting trail. Per Jeff Sintel, here's the breakdown of the Florida top 25 for 23. This last class in that state. Top 25 players. Georgia signed more than any of the big three, Miami, Florida, and Florida State. Georgia signed eight of the top 25. Miami signed three, Florida two, Florida State one. Alabama signed three, Ohio State signed two. So again, if you take the big three in Florida, add up their top 25 signees from the Florida, state of Florida class of 23, they don't equal Georgia's total. That's also a school that's in a fertile state, Georgia, going down to another incredibly fertile state, Florida. That's a remarkable stat. That's why this juggernaut in Georgia ain't slowing down, y'all. You better go get them. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th annual Mid-State Classic. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. 
This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The players will make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're going to. Oh, they'll make it but lose. I feel pretty. that these people well, have. Go ahead there, rah rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, so okay. What, 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 what are we saying? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. King is the mother 12th data point of college football. Maybe they pick things back up. Maybe maybe they get back to it. There seems to be some skepticism there, but they still have the best guy to ever do it in place in Nick Saban. But during all those natties, people go, come on, Bill, they can't. They're not that good. I mean, they can be. Well, sure, they can be beat. Nobody ever said you can't be beat. But it's winning all those national championships. Clemson beat them a couple of times, right? Ohio State beat them. They beat Ohio State. Georgia finally beat them. But now I'm hearing it from Georgia, or about Georgia, not from Georgia, about Georgia. Oh, come on, Bill. Well, here's what you need to do. Go beat them. Remove them. Do it. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just telling you what's going on here. There's not another roster better set up, better coached, better developed right now than Georgia. It's just not. Kirby Smart on the job figuring things out. First year he lost to Vanderbilt. On the job figuring out. Couldn't beat Alabama. Had him beat. Couldn't beat him. And now he's got things rolling. Yeah, he's got <laughs> big time. He's got things rolling. All you need to do is is take him out. Now, Ohio State had him down two scores with about a quarter to go, right? Had him right on the mat, close to submission time. Let him up. Georgia got back up. Georgia would not submit. Pulled the game out. Buckeye fans sick over that. I totally understand that feeling. I understand. You had them. But that's what it's going to take. If you're going to beat Georgia, you better have a big-time quarterback with big-time receivers, and you better score a bunch of points, right, against what's going to be probably the premier defense in America most every year. 
if it's not Alabama, and let's face it, Alabama has not been the premier defense in a while. Haven't been well coached, and the players have not been developed well, and frankly, they have not been special on defense. Georgia has been. If you're going to beat them, you better have the, the setup that Ohio State had, except you better be able to make a stop or two when the game has to be finalized. You have to be able to stop them, and they couldn't do it. Now, could some team catch Georgia on just a bad day like Missouri? and make it interesting, maybe someday pull off an upset like that. I mean, at some point that could happen. Yeah, could it happen this year? Maybe. Kirby Smart said in that postgame, after the second natty, this year's going to be tough. The buy-in is going to be tough. We got a lot of kids here coming back who have rings, who are very, very Confident. Now, he didn't use these words. And it's going to be tough. He says it's going to be tougher. It's hard to get a buy. And he said, I've lived it. He lived it at Alabama. He knows what this is like. Kirby Smart knows what this is like as well as any head coach that's out there. What it's like to have that level of success come back and tell your team. Oh, starting today, we're eating off the floor again. Everybody's nice and satisfied. Everybody's ready for the NFL, right? TJ coming up. Got any questions for him, post them. TJ Pittenger down there in Tampa. Florida State, but we can get into the Sunshine State all you want. Or we can go around college football a little bit if you want to do that. TJ with us will let you know how you can get all his contact information, all his content, I should say, information. And then later, hour three, Brian Driscoll from Irish Breakdown. Brian is a very technical guy, right? Deep football guy, loves Film breakdown, X's, O's. He's very critical and objective about Notre Dame. And uh, he has been a fantastic guest through the years. Used to be Sweet Lou. Lou Samoji used to join us, remember? And uh, Lou died. Lou passed away unexpectedly. And that hurt. Yeah, I was... Always loved Lou Samoji. I, I remember how well he took care of us when we were in South Bend doing the show. And he came by. Just could not have been more engaging and giving and making sure we knew where everything was and everything. I'd been there, but I hadn't been through the Goog before. The Googliomino building. And uh, what a help he was. I mean, you would think he was employed by Notre Dame. Might as well have been. As good as he was... He was, man. Sweet Lou. God rest his soul. Yeah, Brian Driscoll later in hour three. Omni Nashville Hotel. Oh, we'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. You're like Armageddon, and you just show up random. We'll be there tomorrow. If you want to come on by. All right. TJ, when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel.